الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الا بذكر الله تطمئن القلوب صدق الله العظيم most respected ulama ikram brothers and elders the common factor that every person is pursuing is trying to achieve is peace among many other things but this is one of the most fundamental things that every person is trying to achieve trying to gain some peace some tranquility some happiness and in order to achieve this each person has got his own idea of how it will be achieved where it will be achieved what he must do to try and get it and the world out there generally puts out a certain thought mindset that if you want this peace then this is how it's going to be acquired you want this peace and serenity you want this happiness then this is what you must do but as people who allah taala has blessed with iman so our iman our yaqeen is that anything we look for we have to look into the quran and sunnah and find our solutions there what we are desiring what we are aspiring for we will have to look into the quran and sunnah to understand how is this going to be achieved and if a person tries to find it anywhere else then he is going to be doomed to failure. Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an when he was on his way to Baitul Maqdis the lengthy incident but the rabbis had asked that if the person of this description if he comes he will give the keys to the city he won't even fight. And they had asked for Hazrat Umar radiyallahu anhu to come. So in any case when he was now close by all the commanders that were in the armies at that time Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah radiyallahu ta'ala an and various others they came out to receive him and there were many things that happened at that time but among the things that took place one was Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala an who was dressed in very very simple garments and it was dust laden because he was coming on this journey and old garments and then he was riding a very ordinary kind of animal horse it wasn't even a very outstanding animal so some of them suggested they brought some better clothes and presented it according to somebody why are you not even wore it and then he said bring my clothes back and then he wore those clothes that he had initially had on and then he said one statement which has been recorded in history and worthy of being inscribed in gold and that too won't do any justice to it he said nahnu qaumun a'azzana allah bil islam we are that nation we are those people 
Allah Ta'ala has given us honor and respect purely on the basis of Islam. And then further he said that if we try to find this izzat and honor in anything but Islam, azallan Allah, Allah Ta'ala will humiliate us and disgrace us. Because Allah Ta'ala has given us that deen, that way of life, wherein this izzat lies. Now after having been given this, and a person now leaves it aside and goes to look for it elsewhere, this is a very major and serious ingratitude. And it is a kind of disregard. So obviously, that disregard is regarded as very serious. The parents have provided very good nourishing food for the child, and he leaves it aside and he goes and eats some kind of rotting food outside. So they would be extremely disappointed, they would regard this as a kind of defiance, kind of insult, we are providing the good for him, he leaves his good, and he wants to go and eat the rotten things outside. So Allah Ta'ala has already provided the guidance for us, provided the solutions to us, everything is there in this Mubarak deen of Islam for us. And now a person disregards this, ignores this, leaves it aside, and he's trying to find that solution in some other place. So obviously this is a very serious matter. This is what Umar said, that I was being encouraged to take on this new cloud garments and write something very outstanding and eye-catching, so that this might impress the enemy and they might become awed with this, and this might have a positive impact. All these things are zeros, null and void. Because none of these things have any effect. The effect is of deen. Effective of what has been done according to the command of Allah wa Taala, according to the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So this statement of Umar radiallahu taala, this is to be inscribed on our hearts. نحن قومٌ عزنا الله بالإسلام. And then the second part of it, what he said as well, we are people who Allah taala has given this izzat and honor by means of Islam, by this deen. And if we search for it anywhere else, Allah Ta'ala will bring about our humiliation and disgrace. So in any case, this peace and happiness that people are looking for, everybody is searching for it some way or the other. And the world out there puts forward a certain proposal to every person, that look, you want this peace, then this is the way to get it. You must engross yourself in this dunya, and your object must become the dunya itself, and then you must be able to have complete freedom to do what you want. No inhibitions, no restrictions. You must eat what you want. You must go and enjoy as you wish. You must go and celebrate whatever you want, how you want. And you must mix and intermingle without any restriction. There must be no barriers, no inhibitions. Then you'll get this peace. So if that was really the case, that if this was the prescription to peace, then some of the so-called most advanced countries in the world, which they call themselves first world countries, they have the highest depression rates also. Where all the facilities are available, and then they live a lifestyle of total freedom, as they call it, no barriers of any sort, no inhibitions, no restrictions. They don't have any bother about do's and don'ts. 
So outwardly they got what they want. So if they got what they want, they should be very happy about it. But they are the most depressed nations on earth. So happiness doesn't lie in what the world makes us try, tries to make us believe it is there. Happiness lies in that which Allah Ta'ala, where Allah has placed it. Everything has its need. Happiness, the real, the place of happiness is the heart. You can't make the happiness come anywhere else. If the heart is happy, everything is happy. And if the heart is in a turmoil, then everything else is in a turmoil. Then the person's taste buds are also in a turmoil. The most luxurious food will be tasteless. Because his heart is in a turmoil, his taste buds will be in a turmoil. He won't be able to eat. If a person is in grief, can he eat? If the person's heart is in turmoil, then his eyes will be in turmoil also. The most beautiful scenery will mean nothing to him. His ears will be in turmoil. The most beautiful sounds of whatever sort, obviously within the limits of deen, that too will mean nothing to him. Some birds chirping and whatever else, and he's in a very serene place and lush gardens, and, but he'll be totally, he'll be oblivious to all these things around him. If the heart is in turmoil, all the organs and everything in the body will be in turmoil. So the place of happiness is in the heart. If the heart is happy, then everything will be fine. Despite the challenges, it will be fine. Now the issue is that the heart will be happy when the heart gets its nourishment. The stomach has its own nourishment. If the person feeds the stomach what its nourishment is, then the stomach is in its sense happy. But if you give it something else, then that's not going to fulfill the need of the stomach. The need of the stomach is food. If that water, the person needs water for the thirst, and he's hungry and he keeps drinking water, he's not going to cook, set, satisfy the hunger. The hunger won't go away. After a few minutes, he'll still be hungry. He'll just fill his stomach for a while. Once that water has passed very quickly, for a few minutes he'll be seeming to be fine, but the hunger won't go away. Hunger will go with food. And he's extremely thirsty, so if he eats food at that time, the food will fill his stomach, but he won't take the thirst away. He has to drink the water for the thirst, he has to eat the food to satisfy the hunger. So everything has its need, and it's only that particular aspect that will fulfill its need. The heart has its own need. The heart has its need, and when that need is fulfilled, then the heart will be happy. When the heart is happy, everything will be happy. What is the need of the heart? This heart by its very nature, the heart has been created to be the seat of the love of Allah Ta'ala. To be connected to Allah Ta'ala. To be filled with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. This is the very need of that heart. Now when it gets that, which Allah Ta'ala spells out in the Quran Sharif, Allah bizikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. That with the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, do the hearts get that itminan, that peace, that serenity. Nothing else. And this Allah, the word Allah in Arabic is used to pull somebody's attention. 
to really draw the attention of a person. Take careful note, listen carefully. Allah. And then, بِذِكْرِ The construction of this ayat, grammatically there are certain things that are that deduced from it. This بِذِكْرِ the meaning of this now becomes only in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. بِذِكْرِ actually in the normal construction of the sentence, this should have come at the end. تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ بِذِكْرِ but what has, what should have come in the end has been brought beforehand. This gives its own meaning. And their own meaning is, this hasar, only in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala do the hearts get this peace. So now the person can look for it anywhere else, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in its broad sense, not confined to just one part of it, the verbal zikr of Allah Ta'ala, the consciousness of the heart, the heart being filled with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, and the body being in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. All these aspects put together are the complete zikr of Allah Ta'ala. When this complete zikr of Allah Ta'ala comes, then the heart now will get that peace that has been promised. So this can be now looked for anywhere else in the world, it's not going to be found there. It is only where Allah Ta'ala has kept it. So this is where it will be found. The rest of it, the rest of it is much of a deception. What looks like a very, very glamorous thing out there in the dunya, it's generally a deception. There's one incident about one person was very depressed. So he was depressed, so he came to a psychiatrist for some treatment. So the psychiatrist heard him out and so on, and then he told him, I got the very quick fix treatment for you and will sort your problem out very quickly. What's the treatment? So he told him, come here and look out of this window now, very high building, 20th floor, look out of this window, can you see the distance somewhere there? So what can you see now? I don't know what you're talking about. He said, can you see the tent there? So what the tent is all about? He says, on the tent there's some clown there, he's doing his shows there every day. It's not permissible to go to all these things, it's just the example. So now you go there tonight, 8 o'clock is his show, and he has such funny things to say and jokes to, the kind of jokes he says, that for that one hour he keeps everybody holding their stomachs laughing. So you go there, and today 8 o'clock, you be part of that for one hour, you laugh so much, all your depression will go away. So now he gave him this ilaj, this treatment. So now this patient is just looking blank, he's not reacting. They asked him, you understood what I said? You want to, you're going to go today. So this person, the patient asked him that, you know who I am? He says, who are you? He says, I'm the clown that's giving all those jokes there and making everybody laugh. So I'm the clown that's making everybody laugh. It appears that I'm happier than everyone else. But I'm in a deep depression. So outwardly, it seems like some very glamorous thing. But behind the scenes, Behind the scenes is a different thing. Behind the scenes is a very, very different reality. The reality is far from what it appears to be on the outside. So the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala is saying this in a very, very clear manner to us, till qiyamah. You want this peace, you want this happiness, it cannot be acquired anywhere else. And those who understood this reality, they made that change. Ibrahim bin Adham rahmatullah alayhi, 
was the king of Balkh. He was a person who was ruling over this vast kingdom. Allah Ta'ala made this means for him to now take a turn in his life. One day he hears some noise on the roof. So he heard this noise, he asked the guards, what is this noise going on the roof? They went up and they found somebody walking on the roof. They arrested him, brought him, what are you doing on the roof of the palace and how did you get there? So he says, no, I was looking for my camel that got lost. I lost my camel, so I was looking for my camel. Is this person mad? Is he insane? Your camel got lost, the camel who got lost somewhere out in the jungle, how can you ever expect to find it here on the roof of the palace? So this was not just somebody that got lost. Allah Ta'ala made this happen, somebody from the unseen perhaps. So he responded and said, if I can't find my lost camel on the roof of this palace, how are you going to find Allah Ta'ala in the midst of all this? Now he was engrossed in dunya at that time. Dunya, dunya is that which makes a person neglectful of akhirat. If something has become a, a barrier for him in progressing towards Allah Ta'ala, if something has now become a means of his getting derailed, then that becomes dunya. Otherwise, whatever Allah Ta'ala is permissible, and that is not becoming a means of him getting engrossed away from Allah Ta'ala, that is not dunya. Dunya ma al-hadka anil akhirah. What makes a person neglectful of akhirat? If that helps him towards akhirat, then it is a great boon and blessing. He says, now you engrossed in all these things here, that has become, it has engulfed your heart, that has become your purpose of life, where are you going to find Allah Ta'ala in all this? That stuck him. And he then made his plans and quietly disappeared from the kingdom. One night they just disappeared, People are looking for him and no sign of him. And he went away out in the jungles to worship Allah Ta'ala and to connect himself with Allah Ta'ala because for so long he was now stuck in these things where his heart was given to it. So some time passed and people somehow got to know that this is where he's disappeared somewhere in the jungles, he's no more wanting to come back. Whereas he was a very good king, people liked him, he was a just person. So one day the ministers and so on decided we're going to go and find him and bring him. Get him to come back. So they went, they found him somewhere eventually. He was at a river bank. And he was sitting and mending his own clothes with a needle and thread. Once upon a time a king, anybody, anything he wanted, just give an instruction and he's done. At the click of a finger everything is sorted out. Now he's sitting at the river bank with needle and thread and mending his own clothes. So now, and when he was thirsty, he drank the water of that same river, that lake. So, this was a totally different scene now. What, once upon a time the man was living in, and now it seemed like he's in a total state of suffering. So any case first they spoke to him and told him you left all whatever everything behind and came away, please come back. And then in that process somebody made this comment also. That you left that life of luxury and comfort and peace and you came here, what, what are you up to? So now when this person made this kind of comment, Allah Ta'ala makes certain things happen at the hands of his pious servants sometimes 
neither is this anything to aspire for, nor does this in itself make a person somebody great. But if the person is a pious person, this is a karamat, karamatul awliya'i haqqun, that the, some out extraordinary things that happen at the hands of the pious people, this is a haqq, this is something Allah Ta'ala makes it happen. So he was holding that needle in his hand and threading that, mending his clothes. So he took that needle and he threw it into the river. Now this person made this comment, you left all that and you came over here, and you're sitting here like this, like a beggar and a pauper and sitting and mending your own clothes. How, how could you reconcile this? So when he heard this comment, he took the needle and threw it into the river. And after having thrown it in the river, it obviously now disappeared in the water. So he then addressed the fish of the river. And he said, bring the needle of Ibrahim. So when he said that, suddenly out of the water, the whole lot of mouths of the fish started popping out, each one holding one golden needle in his mouth. So he said again, I didn't ask for this. I asked for my needle. I want my needle. So all these fish disappeared, one another fish came out. This is recorded in history, that this one fish came out with that needle that he had thrown in, in, the, in his mouth and he pulled it out and carried on mending his stones. So he said, after Allah had given me this kingdom, I must come back to that kingdom. But this was not the objective. This too was not the objective. This too was like a by the way thing that happened. The objective was, what was inside his heart now? That connection with Allah Taala. So this is where that peace lies, this is where that serenity is, this is where that itminan is. And all the things that are linked in this direction, everything to do with deen. Then when a person, even if he is doing his work of what is we call dunya, but in the right manner, with the right intention, for the right purposes, according to the commands of Allah Ta'ala, then that too becomes deen, that too will enhance that itminan and sukoon in the heart. And if a person does something which is apparently dunya, but he apparently deen, but he does it for some ulterior purpose, then that too will become dunya. And that too will destroy the peace of the heart. So this is the nourishment of the heart. The heart won't get peace in any other way. It needs that nourishment. It needs something that's going to full, fulfill its need. Its need is, Allah bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. The remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. The obedience of Allah Ta'ala. To the extent that happens in all the facets of life. Whether it's ibadat, whether it's muamalat, the person is transacting correctly, that will enhance the peace of the heart. And he cuts corners in that, it will destroy it. It might bring extra material things, but it will destroy the peace of the heart. The peace of the heart will go. Whether it is muasharat, his social life, he might sometimes vent something and think, I'll feel nice about it. So he vented and he said some things and he crossed the line, and felt, well, I am, but he will destroy the peace of the heart. And he adopted the good akhlaq, he suppressed that anger, he suppressed it. At that moment, there will be a sacrifice. At that moment, there will be something that he will be sort of the dominated one, be as if he was subdued, 
But he did it for Allah Ta'ala. Dunya is a test. He passed the test now. He passed the test that sukoon and itminan that will come, then the whole world won't be able to pay for that. Because the sukoon and itminan is in what Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. Now he did this for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. He subdued that nafs. He subdued that nafs. He suppressed those emotions. But for what? Not just for any other reason. For the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala will fill that heart. Like in the Hadith Sharif where Rasulullah says, مَنْ كَذَوْمَ غَيْوًا وَهُوَ قَادِرٌ عَلَىٰ إِنْفَاذِهِ مَلَأَ اللَّهُ قَلْبَهُ أَمْنًا وَإِيمَانًا The person who suppresses his anger in a situation where he could have vented it. It was possible when he vented it. Because there was nobody there to now take him on. He was the dominant party here. He didn't have any fear here. So he could have vented it. But he didn't vent it for Allah Ta'ala's pleasure. So what Allah Ta'ala will give him in return? Mala Allahu qalbahu amnan. Allah will fill his heart with aman, with peace, with serenity, with sukoon. And with the strength of iman. But that sukoon. Where that sukoon came? It came in adopting the correct akhlaq. And otherwise, for that moment he would vent something, but then his peace would be shattered. And there he would be at peace. So in all the aspects of life, the same aspect, the same issue, that to the extent that the person will act in conformance to what Allah Ta'ala wants him to do, but will please Allah Ta'ala, that is what bizikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. The heart will get his peace. And to the extent the person deviates from that, then it will be momentarily something it will appear that he is enjoying himself. But after that, the person eats that rotten food, but it was spiced up, he couldn't make out, there was no smell, the taste didn't seem to be altered in any way. So he seemed to be enjoying it, but it was rotten. Already something was wrong with it. When it goes into his stomach, it's going to make him sick. It's going to make him sick, he's going to be now having severe bouts of running stomach and whatever else. And Allah forbid it can sometimes become even more serious than that. So now outwardly everything seems fine. He seems to be enjoying himself, but it's all rotten inside. So now when he's going to get into the heart, he's going to make the heart terribly sick. And the heart's peace is going to be totally destroyed. So to listen to something outwardly it seemed like now very enjoyable. But inside it was a rot. Like that food was all spiced up, he couldn't make out anything. All seemed fine. But when it went in the stomach, it made him terribly sick. So this too is all spiced up. It sounds very nice, but there's a rot in it. It's haram. It's going to get into the heart and make the heart very sick. So the person wants this peace, this serenity, this happiness. This Allah Ta'ala has kept only in one place. Allah, bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub that in the remembrance of Allah wa Ta'ala, to the heart get peace. To the extent that the person applies himself in this direction, in his ibadat, in his mu'amalat, in his mu'asharat, in his akhlaq, in every aspect of deen, to that extent this heart will enjoy that peace and happiness. And together with that obviously, this is all going to fill that peace in the heart. That tank is being filled with the good, at the same time it mustn't be 
something that's draining it from under, something is creating a, some, is causing a break in there, poking something into it and causing everything to drain out. The sins drain everything out. Sins drain all that noor, all that peace that was acquired through the amal. So when a person looks after that heart, keeps it safe from sin, and keeps filling that noor of iman, then Allah wa ta'ala grants him that peace, that itminan, that serenity. Then he will not even have that feeling of sorrow of any kind, that I was not in a certain place at a certain time where everybody else seemed to be enjoying themselves, he would be very grateful he wasn't there. Otherwise, shaitan would give him that kind of sense of losing out. I lost out. He would realize I lost out nothing. I gained. Out of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala saved me from all that. So this is that itminan, that sukoon way it is. Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq that we shun all the things that are against Allah Ta'ala's pleasure and we keep ourselves confined to that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with in that is our success of dunya and the everlasting success of akhirat as well. Allah Ta'ala bless us all with the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين لا إله رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهل لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله لا إله إلا 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 الله 
دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہوں تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیاں تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 اللہ 
ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا انك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه ان الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين اله العالمين يا الله اوس موسيفول موس غريشس موس كايد موس لوين الله اله العالمين يا الله يا الله اتس اونلي يور غريس اونلي يور مرسي اونلي يور كايندنس اله العالمين اتس بيولي يور غريس اند مرسي يا الله يا الله يو غادر اس ان يور هاوس يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يو كيب اس ستفاست الدين يا الله Allah forgive all our sins ya Allah Ilahul Alamin save us from all the fitna and fasad ya Allah Ilahul Alamin ya Allah ya Allah you forgive us ya Allah forgive our family members ya Allah forgive our friends and relatives ya Allah forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Ilahul Alamin ya Allah protect the ummah ya Allah Allah forgive the ummah ya Allah remove the pain and hardship of the ummah ya Allah Allah we acknowledge whatever is happening is due to our sins ya Allah Allah forgive us and the entire ummah ya Allah Grant us the tawfiq of bring those amal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah save us from those things that bring down azab ya Allah ilahul alamin save us from the ways of the yahud and nasara ya Allah Allah save from us from imitating them ya Allah save us from emulating their lifestyles ya Allah ilahul alamin you have kept everything for us in deen ya Allah izzat and honor is for us in deen ya Allah ilahul alamin it is in the mubarak way of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah open our hearts out to this ya Allah enable us to take this izzat and honor through deen ya Allah ilahul alamin give us a tawfiq of shunning everything that is against the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah save us from everything that is away from the enemies of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah you keep us steadfast on ilahul deen ya Allah keep us steadfast on the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah you give us a tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jamaa ya Allah with complete khushu and khudu ya Allah Allah grant us a tawfiq of performing every salah with takbir ula ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah enable us to recite the quran sharif daily ya Allah enable us to make your zikr daily ya Allah enable us to speak to you in dua daily ya Allah Allah grant us the beautiful akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam grant us his beautiful muasharat ya Allah Allah remove the ways of the yahud and nasara from our lives ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah you grant us the mubarak way of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya Allah purify our hearts ya Allah purify our hearts ya Allah Allah remove all the pride the jealousy the malice the arrogance ilahul alamin remove the miserliness ya Allah remove all the evils ya Allah 
full of hearts with muhabbat ya allah full of hearts with your love ya allah full of hearts with the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam full of hearts with taqwa ya allah full of hearts with tawazu ya allah full of hearts with all the beautiful and noble qualities ya allah remove all the evil qualities from our hearts ya allah and make us true believers and mu'minin in every sense of the word ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those are sick give them complete shifa and afiyat ya allah and remove all their pain and difficulties ya allah ilahul alamin those are in financial difficulties remove it with afiyat ya allah grant barakat in each one's rizq ya allah grant us halal and tayyib rizq ya allah save us from every drop and grain of haram ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ala whatever depression anxiety ya allah whatever worries and whatever other ya allah problems people are suffering ya allah remove it with afiyat ya allah fill the hearts with itminan and sukoon ya allah fill the hearts with peace and tranquility ya allah allah we are searching for this peace everywhere ya allah but you have left the place where it is ya allah allah you guide us back to your remembrance ya allah guide us to your zikr ya allah guide the entire ummah to your zikr ya allah ilahul alamin let each one find that peace in your zikr ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those who passed away make the complete maghfirat ya allah raise their stages in the akhirat ya allah grant them a special place in ala ilin ya allah ilahul alamin at the time of over they take us with la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah take us on complete and perfect iman ya allah allah take us at a time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah allah make our qabr gardens of jannah fa si allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah give us the mubarak water of kawsar through his mubarak hand ya allah allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ilahul alamin don't take us to task on the day of qiyamah ya allah allah there is nothing we can answer for ya allah all we can present is our weaknesses our sins ilahul alamin ya allah you save us from the accountability of that day ya allah grant us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those who are Ya Allah, who asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, all those who have raised their hands to this dua. Ya Allah, you don't know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's dies needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties and hardships of each one, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the work of deen that is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Overlook the shortcomings, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, guide each one to your pleasure, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save each one from your displeasure, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Sabku ek or nek bada di, Ya Allah. Sabku ek or nek bada di, Ya Allah. Allah, sabku ek or nek bada di, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, unite the ummah, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin ya Allah all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam begged for Allah we also begging for all the good ya Allah whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sought refuge from Allah you protect us as well ya Allah Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam anta almusta'an wa 'alayka albalagh ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله